Oh my god, it's happening. <laughs> wow, it has been quite some time since I've recorded a podcast episode. I am so sorry. Um, but hey, uh, late is better than never, am I right? I don't even remember how I started. Oh my god, this is very embarrassing. I'm sorry for the delay. Um, I think I've pushed the podcast a little bit to like the not so important part of my to-do list and it makes me sad because I do really like this podcast and I want to grow it this year and develop it a little bit um but obviously you can't do that if you know you're not making episodes so here we are (laughs) good thing is we have a lot to catch up on because it's just been so long so gotta look at the positives here guys um Wait, I'm trying to remember the, the intro. Wasn't it like, welcome back to Embers to Flames, the podcast where we talk about building something from nothing. See, I still got it. Was that the intro? I think it was. It is now. <laughs> um, so yeah, welcome back, everyone. Um, I guess we should start out this episode by doing the, uh, I almost said weekly wrap, but I think it's been like two months. <laughs> This is terrible. I don't remember the last time I uploaded an episode. Um, But I definitely, it was definitely before I moved to Chicago. Okay, so setting goals for 2019 was my last episode on January 15th. Hey, that's not as bad as I thought. So that was right before I left. Okay, see, I'm, I'm caught up now. So it's only been over one month. You know, that's not extremely terrible um, it's better than i thought um so what have i been doing for the past month well if you guys watch my videos which you know you probably do if you're listening to this otherwise how did you find it um but i moved to chicago and i started up school again i guess i can talk a little bit about that later in more detail um but yeah it's just been kind of weird readjusting to a new city and school again you know that's fun um yeah I have a lot of things I want to talk about I want to focus mainly on my uh, like future content plans because I'm really excited about it and I have a lot of fun ideas I'm actually making a video for next Tuesday I don't know when I'm releasing this podcast maybe I'll just post it today for fun (laughs) um But for next Tuesday, I'm making a video where I'm going to, like, show how I plan my content strategy. I don't know how to call it. Or, like, what you just, basically what you want you to do do with your channel and make it all make a little bit more sense. Because lately, I think it's been all over the place for me. And I had to sort of, you know, regroup, make a new plan. And I have a certain process for that. And I think it's interesting. So I am making a video about it. But I still want to talk about it today because otherwise can I just like not talk about my podcast talk about my um videos like what would this podcast be about um so I want to talk a little bit about my content strategy plan about school um and what I think about school and maybe talk a little bit about summer plans yeah I don't know we'll see you you guys know the drill if you've been here before it's really random um yeah okay 
let's start off with the content plan because that's literally what's been taking over my life recently. And by over my life, I mean like thoughts. Like this is all I think about. Um, it's, you know, arguably good or bad thing. Um, so I think last year for me and my channel was a very experimental year. Like I started off the year not knowing at all what I was doing. Like <laughs> I didn't even know what different frame rates were like last year at this time. I was a mess. I was just making things because I love to make them, but I didn't know what I was doing at all. But I did start narrowing my focus a little bit more into like, okay, I want to make videos about cinematography, travel, and the creative process, I think, were my three pillars at this time last year. Um, like before that, I was posting random like college vlogs and um, like just random stuff all over the place, like making food in my dorm room with my friends. Like I love those videos, but they're just random and... If I wanted to take YouTube a bit more serious, you need to niche down. And I'm going to talk about that a little bit more um, now. <laughs> so I like to sort of find like the three main pillars. That's Some people do three or five. Um, I think three is like a good number. I think five is beginning to be a little bit too over the place. But again, it depends on your um, content. Um, and like what your interests are. I think some people can get away with doing more, but for me personally, I think three is a good balance because people know what to expect and they you can like merge the different topics more easily. Um, yeah, so my pillars have, have shifted a little bit. So instead of travel being like a category, I still love to travel, but I think it can be implemented like into the vlog category in general so i've switched it to like cinematography you know that sort of stuff um that sort of niche like when i say cinematography i don't mean just like b-roll i mean that whole sort of niche of cinematic stuff so think people like peter mckinnon or lizzie pierce or even becky and chris or I'm trying to think of other people whose content I really enjoy and who, like, I want to be a part of that niche. Um, so they do things like camera gear reviews, and there's a focus on cinematography and, you know, different editing techniques, stuff like that. So that's sort of one category. Um, and you could argue that that's like a bunch of different things, but... For my purposes, we're going to put that under one category of, like, cinematography, okay? Um, and saying that, my second category is vlogs, so that's very broad. It just means, you know, the typical vlog, and that kind of gives me more room to talk about those things in the first pillar. So it's not just, like, you know, sit-down tutorials. I also want to be able to go out and just film my day and sort of integrate these things in pillar one into like a normal vlog style thing and then the third pillar is the creative process um so what i mean by that is i i mean i really want to push my i tried to series this year um i love making those videos like they're really fun and i always learn like so much from making them um so i really want to start getting serious about that series and i might talk 
I'm going to talk about that also. I feel like I keep saying I'm going to talk about stuff, and then I push it off, and I'll probably forget, so maybe I should just talk about it now. <laughs> um, but the I Tried To series, like, typically it's been me sort of analyzing a certain aspect of a creator's style, and I want to keep that, but I feel like it'd be so fun to integrate, like, the creators themselves experiences and maybe interview footage into the actual video and yes that's hard because you know you have to have that contact and be able to film with them um uh, so yes it's like a whole new level of complications but I just I think that would be so so cool like for example I can tell you some I'm thinking like I'm I don't know if I want to spoil them but just imagine like a creator whose work I really like and that I have a contact with or I can even attempt to get a contact um, like sort of film their behind the scenes like their creative process and then have like a certain aspect of that that I want to in the same video that I'm breaking down their behind the scenes like doing at the same time if that makes sense um, oh, it's so hard to explain without an example, but I don't want to spoil it. Um, let's just get a hypothetical one, like, okay, I'm just going to say Peter for the sake of hypothetical here. Say I wanted to do another, another one on, um, like, how Peter shoots his B-roll. So I would, the goal would be to, like, actually be there, like, behind the scenes when Peter is filming one of his vlogs. That's why this is going to be hard, because I have to actually... You know have a strong contact with someone to do this um be like film the behind the scenes and sort of like document the, his creative process and specifically look at how he chooses b-roll and ask questions and like you know sort of dissect how he does it um from observing that process and then in that actual video have b-roll of me attempting to um you know, recreate his B-roll style using some of his tips. This sounds, it's really, it's kind of complicated to explain, but I hope you guys are getting the idea. Um, so yes, it's a lot more ambitious because it means I would probably have to physically be there, which, you know, that's not easy to do um, <laughs> because people live all over the place. But I think it would be really, really cool and something we haven't really seen before. And if any of you steal my idea, I will literally copyright it. <laughs> I'm taking copyright in class. This doesn't count. I can't copyright this because it's not a tangible item. So I guess you guys can go for it if you want, but I will be angry. <laughs> um, yeah, like there's so many, I have so many YouTubers, creators that I would love to just like literally just analyze their behind the scenes and then you know have a fun twist on it and stuff oh my god that would be so fun there's so many possibilities um yeah so that's a big goal i have for this series this year and i have a couple people that are like i have a couple friends who like i know i could reach out to and this would be totally possible so i'm gonna start there um and a couple a little bit reaches but not really i don't know we'll see um yeah just putting that out there I'm very excited about the series and I'm gonna be honest like 
it's also probably going to be good for my channel growth. Um, I'm trying to take my channel a little bit more seriously here. Um, you know, I'm not... I, I feel like I almost feel guilty saying like, ooh, I want it, I think it will help grow my channel, but that's ridiculous because, let's be real, I want to grow my channel because even though it, it's kind of sad, like numbers do help you get more opportunities and that's not a secret here. Um, and if I can do it, making a series that I love like this and that I think is actually like super interesting, I'ma do it, you know? That's kind of the, the, holy, the holy grail is finding a certain type of content that you really love um, and that can also help you grow so I'm very excited because I think this could be that um, for me which is really exciting but it's gonna take a lot of work and yeah we'll see if this if some of these ideas I have are even possible but you know you never know until you try so that's my plan with the I tried to series um, stay tuned because I think it's gonna be really cool and I think it will help people out. I love hearing about the behind the scenes of how creators make their stuff. So if there was a video like literally dedicated to breaking that down, I feel like it would just help me so much. So yeah. Okay, I'm gonna stop talking about that because I don't want any of you to steal it. <laughs> um, but please don't steal it. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I, I really don't care. But yeah, okay. What else was I gonna talk about? Um, school? Um, yeah, so I, before I move on to school, keep an eye out for that video on Tuesday because I'm going to be literally breaking down like how I am planning my content strategy and how you guys can do it as well. And I think it's a really important step to do to clarify like why you're making videos, uh, what you want to make, all that fun stuff, especially if you're just starting out. So, yeah. Okay, other thing I want to talk about, um, school. Oh, I also want to talk about the meetup that we're having, um, in less than a month now. Uh, <laughs> I need to plan, like, what we're gonna do. <laughs> That's what I have to do this weekend, is finalize my, the meetup plan so that people, like, know where we're meeting and what we're gonna do. If you guys have any suggestions, um, if you're planning on coming, I think right now there's, like, seven people who are planning on coming, um, not including me so we're gonna be eight which is really fun potentially there might be three more um, or four more um, because I met with um, Brian Flasich is that how you say his last name yesterday um, he's like in the no small creator group and we met at 368 and he was thinking of coming with his wife and two daughters so that would be plus four um, but yeah, if you guys have any ideas for um, what you would want to do, I just want, my main goal is for everyone to be able to have time to talk to one another and just film. <laughs> like, those are the two things I care about. Um, so yeah, if you're either from Chicago and know cool things to do, I know it's going to be on St. Patrick's Day, so the river turns green, so I feel like it'd be cool to go there and hang out, do something in that area. Um, you know, the good vlog content. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm really excited though, and I need to plan this out a little bit more and make it more official. I feel like that would be fun, um, so that people can start planning because it is in less than a month, so 
Yeah. Um, okay, about school. So, I've been back in school now for almost a month, I think. Month? Yeah, it's been like officially five weeks, but we missed a little bit, so it's been sort of weird. But um, just to catch up some people who may not know, I went back to school for arts management. So, it's basically the whole point of the major is that you should learn basic business skills to be able to either manage um, someone else or manage your own like art artistic endeavors <laughs> so for me it'd probably be my own um, that's my goal so I'm learning things like you know management basics marketing there's classes in like more financial stuff like accounting um, down the road a little bit so yeah um, I mean it's interesting so far the thing that really gets me are the stupid gen ed classes like oh my god okay can I just tell you a little bit about my beautiful English class my teacher is sort of strange <laughs> like we're talking about rhetoric right this guy the example on how on rhetoric that he chooses to share with us is or to analyze with the class is how the alt-right uses rhetoric to convince the general public that furries are bad <laughs> I don't like even just saying it out loud I'm like what the hell it is so strange like literally the strangest strangest class I think I've ever had in terms of like what the heck out of all things he could have chosen that's what he chooses it's just it's weird <laughs> yeah uh, I don't know how to <laughs> to expand on that point it's just really strange and I don't know what to do um yeah so English is terrible and my history class is also really terrible but I guess you gotta do them. That's what just makes me so angry with, like, traditional colleges. It's like, they make you pay so much money to waste your time on these things that everyone knows, including the teachers, that you'll never, like, use this again in your life. At least I don't have to take math. Thank the gods I would be out of there so fast. <laughs> um, but in my actual major classes, like, it's been good. Um... My marketing class is interesting. The teacher is French, which I think is hilarious because I can't escape them. <laughs> um, and he doesn't know I speak French, which maybe I'll just drop out of nowhere one day. Um, and then that's good because we have to make a marketing plan, like a fake marketing plan for a company. Oh, and I, okay, so I chose to do a video production company. Like I was one of the people who got to choose the topic and then people would join your group based on the topics. So I chose a video production company as our example. And the, I had to do so much convincing to this teacher and to a bunch of people in my class that it was a valid choice because his argument was it wasn't gonna work because video production companies don't sell to, to like single, cus, cus, oh my God, why can't I speak? Customers, they sell to companies. And I was like, what is the difference between that, please tell me. <laughs> They're both customers or consumers either way. It's just one has more people than the other. How come I can't make a marketing plan on that? And 
so so far I've been convincing him. Um, it's also been sort of annoying me because, for example, last time we had to make a um, like a sort of a chart where we would lay out the competition for the video production company, and I was like, we should put freelancers on this chart because, you know, I feel like it's a valid competition, a source of competition, and the people in my group were arguing that, I mean, I understand their argument, but at the same time, they were arguing that the freelancers should be put on, like, the low price and low quality end of the spectrum, and I was like, "Mm, I don't know about the low quality thing, I actually, I mean, obviously, it depends on the, this is, it's, those charts are so annoying because it depends so much on who, you know, is in charge of what. But freelance, I, I think freelancers have, are being underestimated. Like, you can make really good content now with super high quality just by yourself. And sometimes it's probably even more worth it to a brand or a company to hire a freelancer than a video production company because... It's cheaper a lot of the time because there's one person. (laughs) Um, So, I don't know. I was sort of arguing with some people about that. Um, But, yeah. So, marketing class is good. It's interesting. Um, But there are, obviously, always going to be things where some stuff is outdated. And, yeah, the classic college struggle. (laughs) Um, And then in my management class, we're making a, I forgot what it's called. I think it's just like a business plan. Like we're making a hypothetical business and the end project is that we just need to present the hypothetical business. We have to make a full plan for it. So, you know, that's also interesting. Um, And then my last class for my major is law for creative industries. And that one's like a bit more boring, but at least I'm learning important stuff um like we're doing a lot about copyright right now and all the different types of media and how copyright impacts like different you know sources of media like the fashion industry um copyright basically doesn't apply and so it's really innovative is that a word innovative i don't know um while like the film industry is super copyright heavy and music as well um so it can actually stifle okay why can't i speak today it can sort of stop um creativity a lot of the time because everything's getting copyrighted and us creators can definitely know that because even music like music is another example everything gets copyrighted um so yeah um I mean, that one's just, it's its fine. Like, I'm learning stuff, so that's a bonus from, you know, an improvement over last time where I literally wasn't learning anything useful. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And that's sort of my update. Um, I think I want to start getting some guests on this podcast, which means I would probably have to make it sound a little bit more official Like, I need to make a a little jingle and stuff. I've been listening to a lot more podcasts recently because I tried doing the, uh, like, one video a day challenge, and that lasted for a week and a half. 
I just, I don't watch anything else. Like, YouTube is my source of entertainment. So, if you take that away from me, like, I have nothing. Because <laughs> I don't watch Netflix. Like, I barely ever watch movies. So, what else am I going to do <laughs> in my free time? Um, except for, like, read a book and listen to podcasts. And I did that a lot during that week and a half. And sort of got me back into podcasts and books, I guess. It sounds so sad, but it's true. But I've been listening to more podcasts, and I think I need a jingle <laughs> um, to, like, start off, to start it off and then end it with, because I literally don't edit these. I just go for it. I record once. That's it. And I do like that. I think that's, you know, part of the fun of podcasting, how raw it is. Um, but I think just even just putting like a little bit of music at the start, a little bit of music at the end, that could be good to sort of wrap it all together a little bit and then get some guests on here to just literally chat for like 20 minutes to half an hour, 45 minutes um, about whatever. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be like interview style, obviously introduce them, but I'm not, I think it'd be fun to just have an open conversation about like whatever we want to talk about. Um, so if you guys are interested in that and have any um, suggestions of who you would like to see or hear, who you'd like to hear on this podcast, let me know because uh, that could be a lot of fun. And yeah, I think I'm going to wrap this one up. It's only been 25 minutes. I feel like normally they go on for a bit longer, but you know what? First one back, I'm getting back into it. Uh, I'll try and keep these more um, <laughs> consistent. <laughs> I say that every time, though. But just stick with me. You guys have been awesome anyway. Um, and I will speak to you in a week, hopefully, with another new episode. Um, how did I stop these? Oh, yeah. Uh, remember, all you need is an ember to start a flame. Is that what I say at the end of these? I don't think so. Oh my god, I'll have to listen to the next episode. I'm so sorry. I hope you guys like this episode, and I'll talk to you next week. Okay, bye.